0: Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We talk everything animation, including Steven Universe Diamond Days, which we'll be getting into right now. I'm Justin Cummings, and today I'm joined by John McKenna. Hi, everybody. And Beatrice Murad. Hello. Today we are doing the feedback podcast for the second episode of Steven Universe Diamond Days, Familiar. You can find the initial recap podcast and all of our podcasts at OverlyAnimated.com or searching Overly Animated on iTunes, YouTube, Stitcher, your favorite podcatcher. So, here we are, my friends, to talk about Familiar. Um, Steven's officially a Disney princess now.
1: Officially. <laughs> it's wonderful. <laughs> uh,
0: officially. Um, so, none of us were on the Recap Podcast, correct?
1: Yes, none of us. Or nope. I, I wasn't.
0: Then okay john you weren't either right no then we will have three hot fresh new takes on the episode and then we'll do some listener comments um beatrice start us off what are your initial thoughts on familiar that's the name almost said forgiven
1: (laughs) no no it's familiar Uh, i really enjoyed it i thought it was um a lovely episode i didn't want it to end it's just kind of People have said that Stephen Universe kind of had been had not been great, and then it came back to being great. I've th- I've thought it's always been great, and it's just continued that streak. Um, and I love the song. I think the song is super super amazing. Um, it's been I think I feel like it's I don't know why, but I feel like it's been a while since I've really just kind of connected with a song mm-hmm. um, on Stephen Universe, and this is this is the one I think that um it just it fits steven's voice really well and uh yeah i i just i had a blast and i i love me some blue diamond and any any time i can get more of her i'm i'm always happy
0: all right john initial
2: thoughts on familiar uh I, I liked it. I think I liked it more on the second viewing than I did on the first. Though, mm-hmm. granted, on, on the first viewing, I was I was nursing uh, five plates of fish from uh, Christmas Eve dinner. So maybe that Ooh. affected a little bit. Oh, yeah. Italians, Italian Christmases, we go hard. Uh, um, but, no, on the second viewing, it was really good. I loved the environments that were created here. And you could definitely tell that uh, Penn Ward was working on mm-hmm. this episode. Because you look around, and it's like, oh, yeah. You could tell... There's a there's a lot of adventure time in in these uh, backgrounds and in the storyboarding like just just especially the like the face the walls with the faces mm-hmm. and the and the door, uh, which the door I think kind of looked like looked like it was something the Earl of Lemongrab would have had in his kingdom, so it it was uh, but yeah it was great episode the song was very good it surprised me a little bit just how deep uh. Steven's voice got in that song mm-hmm. and I realized like that might I think that's Zach Callison's voice because I heard him sing live once and I was like whoa yeah, yeah I was like yeah wow that's really uh, it's such a departure from his Steven voice all of a sudden but uh, it's a great great episode I love the interactions with each of the diamonds the interactions with the pearls um, and you really get the sense they're setting up for something s- something pretty big and I can't wait for this party next week it's going to be what? because <laughs> because gems glow sure it'll we'll be, be lit that. it'll be lit no
0: i agree i think the fact that pen ward is on this episode is definitely an interesting note and i'm very curious is pendleton ward gonna be on the show like recurring now or is this just like a hey rebecca can i drop by and do an episode sure come on over like was this just a guest spot between two old friends? Or now that Adventure Time's over, is Penn going to be doing some episodes of Steven throughout?
1: I mean, I I feel like Steven Universe is, has, with the end of Adventure Time, few, there are fewer of these kind of flagship shows. Mm-hmm. So, I, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he appeared more. And just because, you know, the quality, like, just because... The team that's there, the quality that they're producing, the uh, the fun that they're able to have, the vision they have, like I think anyone would be lucky to work with Steven Universe, and mm-hmm. so I don't, I mean, like I feel like if he can, why wouldn't he? Unless he's working on something else, unless he's working exactly. on something. So I wouldn't be surprised either way, um, because I mean, who wouldn't want to work for Steven Universe?
2: Fair. Yeah, everyone else, everyone else seems to want to, and well. I mean, it's I mean, it's nice. I mean, if you I think at this point, if he he could just do what he wants, and, because I think he can he's he's made he made one great product and he can like ride. He can probably ride that through the rest of eternity or at least until they make a live action reboot of it in the next, what, five years.
1: I give him oh, like 10. I give a 10. I give a 10. <laughs> I have a little bit more faith in humanity. I'll give it 10
2: directed by M. Night Shyamalan.
1: Oh, come on. No,
2: <laughs> <laughs> we're still recovering.
1: Too soon. Too soon.
2: <laughs> okay, directed by Wes Anderson. There we go.
1: Actually, that would be interesting. I,
0: okay, I would not mind a Wes Anderson Adventure Time.
2: Huh? It would be a thing. Um, but yeah, I I think I think it might it might just be a one off thing. He might even be he might be in the next one. I don't know if there's any anything out there that would say who the storyboards are, but you know it, you could tell this you could tell where his style is. I his style and Steven Urers' style definitely meshed well in this episode. It worked. It, it it melded very well together, particularly in the pebbles, the wall, the door. It, it did work. I mean, it did work. So, you know, if he's in there, it's it's certainly not like a even if it's even if it, if it is a special thing, fine. But if he's wants to stick around to do more episodes, I don't think there are many fans that would object.
0: I think it would be really cool to see him stay, at least for the homeworld episodes. Yeah. To just kind of give homeworld because uh, I know we've already seen Homeworld, but we saw like the slums of Homeworld, basically. We saw the, the lower levels, the alleys, the canyons. Now that we're actually seeing like the palaces and stuff of Homeworld, I'd love to see that have Penn's style just to differentiate it, make it so alien, so foreign from the rest of the show.
1: I mean I think it's and I think maybe that's probably why he was brought in. And I think Mm -hmm. Andy was mentioning this in in the previous in the in the kind of the more in-depth discussion podcast on this about how it felt so different from earth and how it did feel have this kind of alien quality and they were dealing with like these, you know, it, it, for the first time it did feel like otherworldly, whereas before it all kind of seemed like, yeah, because even earth seems otherworldly to us, the viewer. So seeing it, like it, it really, it, it really differentiated itself on the, in this episode. So I, it would make sense if say they were like, Hey, come on over, give us like that extra boost. We need to really show people that home world is mm-hmm. this different thing. At the same time yeah, I-
2: though, at the same time though, it's I mean Pen Ward I, I mean I don't think it was just Penn Ward. I mean both though I think they all did a great job though, but does that necessi- but does that otherworldly boost uniquely come from Penn Ward or could the dis- or could this also mm-hmm. be done by any of the guys on staff?
1: I mean it could be I mean that's an impossible question cuz animation yeah. is such a team ba- any type of storytelling on this level either on in animation in live action doesn't matter it's such a team thing it could mm-hmm. be it, it could be a million people so right. i mean there's no one answer but.
2: True I mean i just i just asked that because i remember some of the earlier dis- some of the earlier discussions i think both on this podcast as well as elsewhere and, and especially on twitter this was a, a Steven Universe is the kind of show where you could tell which teams worked on which episodes because of how they were drawn. Mm-hmm. So that's why I brought that. Up. Like, for example, uh, like, Lauren Zook's episodes had a specific uh, look to them. Uh, Lamar, for example. I think Lamar was known for going uh, off-model. He had, he was the one with the, he of the, uh, like, giant-haired lapis, I think was his creation. I'm not entirely sure. But it's it's just something, I just, I don't know. It's just, like, I feel like this is a show where you, you know who drew it. You could tell by watching mm-hmm. an episode who drew it.
1: Right, right. I feel
0: like... I feel like if Penn did was just on this one episode, I feel like the other people could emulate kind of the homeworld style that that he created, assuming that this was his because a lot of it did look very adventure timey all of a sudden. But again, I think that like basically he came in and he's like, here's my ideas. And then everyone else kind of puts their spin on that. I think that would work just as strongly as him staying through the arc.
1: Yeah, not just that, but we're used to that because we're used to all these different teams working and doing their own thing. So, I mean, that's just something that adds to Adventure Time. They're just not as strict about, like, that sort of – they allow kind of artistic, creative muscles to flow. Um, So, I mean, it's – even if it's a different – even if it's not as consistent, there's a different interpretation. Like, us as the audience are used to it by now.
0: Mm, Right. So, let's get into the whole reason that we're here tonight, which is feedback. And we don't have a whole lot. Uh, John, I'm going to try to keep this a little more structured than last week's feedback.
2: Oh, it wasn't structured last time? I didn't notice.
0: Yeah, last time, last week was a lot of fun. It was our first feedback back. (laughs) Feedback back. (laughs) But, (laughs) words. But, no, we, we have the giggles out. We're serious journalists here to do a very important job.
1: I have a master's now, so we're serious.
0: Congratulations. Serious. Serious You're journalism. He's so overly really animated. It's time to get serious. Oh, and congratulations on the masters, by the way. Oh,
1: thank you, thank you.
0: That uh, I'm working on my bachelor's thesis right now, and I can't imagine doing a master's.
2: Uh, I'm doing a, and I'm doing a, I'm doing a certif- certification for work right now because reasons. So.
0: <laughs> we all have so much homework.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: So, this comes from the website. This comes from our good old friend Steve, frequent commenter Steve. So the diamonds, pink is Cinderella, yellow and blue are the stepsisters, and white is the wicked stepmother.
1: I mean, yes, but also, (laughs) I don't, I don't know, I don't, I don't agree with that, because here's the thing the at least for my interpretation of cinderella the sister the stepsisters and the stepmother never considered cinderella as part of their family and that's why they were able to dehumanize Mm -hmm. her and make her work like a slave and all this stuff um but you know what we got from this episode kind of just proves and the fact that steven kind of finds a parallel between him and the gems and and the diamonds themselves and their dynamic to be able to make that connection i do think It would be a disservice to just play it off as like, oh, they're just evil and they're just being mean, whatever. I think it'd be much more interesting if, you know, if Pink genuinely, like, loved these gems and just had to break it off because she couldn't anymore or because of just moral reasons, so. Yeah,
0: I think that it is a lot more complicated than that. Like, I think it's obviously fun to draw the Pink-Cinderella comparison with the Pebbles and literally the dressmaking song, like, it's, it's such a the scene with the pebbles in the song was such a disney movie like it's not even funny <laughs>
1: it's definitely. definitely a callback absolutely oh yeah but well I don't absolutely think you can't take it that i don't think you can take it mm. so far in terms of characterization Yeah.
2: and also it's like can... and it's cinderella too like the stepsisters well yeah you you mentioned it already Beatrice. like the stepsisters you know they were they were awful here it's like you know, blue and yellow clearly loved pink. They never stopped loving pink, even when even when she, they thought she was shattered. And because we can go back to there, that will be all. Like they definitely missed her and all that. Um, so I think it's it's kind of tough to make a fairy tale comparison for this. Mm-hmm. It's um. I mean, I, I I get where Steve was going. I get where Steve was going with that. I feel like it's more. uh, uh I don't know. It's like. I think the only comparison that makes sense is the one that Steve is the one that Steven in the show said mentioned how it's like, whoa, this is just like me when I was with you guys. I was like, oh, yeah, that was that was a thing. Yeah. And the
0: the line in the show about or the line in the song about except now I have experience fixing broken families. I'm like, ooh. yeah, that oh, was heavy. Dear. Like, that was we heavy. just we just glance. I'm like, Steven has issues. Steven no. needs help.
1: He like, just needs someone. He just needs someone to talk to. But that, that's just, just so. Hug, remo- but no, no, no. But just that's so removed from the situation, you know. Like he needs yeah. a therapist. What I'm saying is, he needs a therapist.
2: Find the one therapist Hashtag in Beach therapist City that. For find the one therapist in Beach City that can handle gem-related issues.
0: I I think it would be fitting. I know that we don't have sponsors on this podcast. Get Better Help as a sponsor.
2: <laughs> Get better.
0: Just help. like Stephen could. Just like Steven could use the therapist, so so can all of us sometimes.
1: <laughs> yeah, we got to destigmatize therapy. But the but the weird thing they is,
2: mean. right? But the thing is, is like he he said he has a, was it, experience setting up broken families.
1: How many broken families did
2: he fix again? I thought it was just I thought the only thing I could think of was Perlin Greg, which is you know she you was know, like well I got to my dad I mean, I mean dad darn it, fire. broke
1: up. They broke up before they got married.
2: Oh uh, yeah. I mean everything involving
0: his mother's revelation and bismuth and every like. There's I mean, many
2: facets, yeah. facets like a lot of, of things. one family.
1: Yeah.
2: yeah I, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I guess I, I guess I'm giving him too a little credit, of course. But this time it's a little bit more diff. Of course, this time it's a bit fixing humans and crystal gems is one thing. Fixing uh, diamond. Actually, wait, what exactly is he fixing here? I'm still I'm still a little confused about this. Like because the,
0: mission... the relationship between him and the diamonds or is it the relationship between the diamonds and the
2: earth gems and I th- I think it's I think
1: everything. It,
2: it, say, it seems like the I, th- I thought the goal was to, you know, save Earth and save the corrupted gems because it seems like at least between him, blue and yellow things are, you know, okay, at least okay at this point. It's more convincing white who, you know, doesn't seem to hate pink she seems to be happy she's home convincing her to help out planet earth instead of destroying it i guess so it's like is this a broken family thing or is this a maybe help us fix earth and don't blow it up kind of deal
1: i mean it can be both i don't think it's one or the other and i think it's just that he realized once he actually was once he actually saw what was going on and he realized that the dynamics and the similarities between his family and this kind of diamond family it's just you know it's he realizes that these people, like, they they lost a family member and they didn't mourn properly. They didn't get the closure and they're all still very much hurting. You know, that's what we get with the whole, like, jacuzzi scene type of thing where they don't come anymore to mm-hmm. there and they don't have it. Be- the moment that Pink was, quote-unquote, shattered, she, she disappeared and nothing was ever the same. So I think... I think, yeah, I think it is. He noticed, like you know, Stephen. He has a tendency to want to fix everything, and he sees these these gems hurting. And even though he is very much aware of the bad they've done and the accountability that they still have to do, they they have on the entire situation, I don't think it's oh, okay. He's just going to ignore that and he's going to fix something else. It's like he's going to help them fix themselves so that they can help him fix the world.
0: Yeah, it's definitely, it's a very complex situation that kind of ramped up really, really fast. We basically went from Who's White Diamond to We're Dealing With White Diamond's social problems within two episodes. Yeah. Mm. And it's like, you know, it kind of, for the fact that this show went five seasons without ever saying the name of its. I don't want to say Primary Antagonist. I don't want to say Big Bad because I think that's too reductionistic. For White Diamond, but basically the fact that we went five seasons without ever saying White Diamond's name, and now it's like, oh yeah, White
2: Diamonds over there. We'll, we'll see her at the party. Yeah, I mean we kind of we kind of had a revolving door of villains from season two onwards. Though it's like we mm-hmm. went from Jasper to Yellow, and I think it was Yellow really for the long for the you know we went Jasper, Yellow, Pink in theory, then back to back to Yellow and Blue, and now we're on White. The cluster for a bit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, no, the that cluster was, yeah. that was that was a villain. that was a villain. It was a vi- we thought it was, it was, a, was a
1: villain until it, was it a wasn't a villain. Yes. Yeah.
2: Right. <laughs> um. Does
0: White know about the cluster? Does White know that it ever happened? That it failed? Like, what does White
2: know about I, the cluster?
1: I mean, what does White know? Period. You know, like right. we, we don't know. <laughs>
2: Well, this was Pink's planet, so maybe it's like the diamonds don't know. The diamonds aren't really in control of, you know, what colonies that aren't under their direct authority. Maybe so. Maybe like they don't know what Pink. They don't know about the cluster, or well, only the Yellow knew about the cluster. Was Yellow? Is because I think Yellow took over the colony. Okay, so maybe maybe White just doesn't know. Maybe maybe White just doesn't know about the that colony. Maybe she leaves it for Yellow to deal with because it's her it's her it's her problem to begin with.
0: It reminds her too much of Pink what the white doesn't want to deal with the colony because it reminds her too much of pink okay that's oh actually that's a good that's a good point yeah that's actually really unbelievable yeah that could work yeah so we have another comment uh rachel pointed out on the website uh seriously a very good episode i guess that when peridot called steven a pebble in catch and release she was comparing him to these
1: (laughs) (laughs) makes sense it makes perfect sense
0: Think about it, she doesn't know what earth pebbles are. She only yeah. knows homeworld pebbles. Air go. That is that's quite the, that's quite the burn paradox.
1: Also, but I mean, is it though, these pebbles are adorable and they're very efficient and they get work done. So it's like, in but a like way, socially, it's a compliment.
0: They're lower than a I curl. understand socially, yeah.
1: but I d- I demand a restructuring of the social hierarchy is what I'm saying. You're literally that's
0: like 10-year-old that's like, you know when you call me a nerd, you're actually saying I'm really smart, exactly. so thank you.
1: <laughs> yes. I
0: say this as that 10-year-old.
1: I mean, yes.
0: I mean, all of us, honestly. Who are we kidding? <laughs> John, don't don't defend. No, 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 no. None of us were the popular kids. We were all the
2: nerds. Uh, I was gonna say anything. I'm sure you weren't. No, you know, it was like I was, I was the to- I was the geek. So I have absolutely zero standing to say. I was, I was the popular. One,
0: I was the one writing my fan fictions, planning my new seasons of total drama.
2: <laughs> how on? How very on brand.
0: You know, you gotta have an image. You gotta you gotta believe what you believe. Alright, we have more comments. We're going over now to the YouTube page. So I'm assuming this got pointed out on the recap. I didn't get a chance to listen to all of it because, you know, Christmas happened. Um, but Maurice Isaac pointed out that the term Era 2, we already knew this from Too Short to Ride, Paradox saying she's from Era Two. How many so now we know when Era 2 started is right after Pink got shattered so how if era 2 has been like what 5,000 years now or however long it's been since the shattering then how long was era 1 hmm.
1: I mean what existed before the big bang you know what I mean it's like how are we gonna know this <laughs> it, it could be it could have been like 10,000 years it could have been a thousand years it could have been a million years there's there's no reference point
0: Beatrice, pitch me, you're a Star Wars nerd, pitch me Steven Universe, the Old Republic.
1: Oh, man. I mean,
0: the thing is,
1: that's impossible, though, because the Steven Universe, like, era one Old Republic would be the Empire. Like, that's what it would be. Just them conquering planets and taking what they want. Like, that's what it would be. So it wouldn't necessarily be the Old Republic. It would just, it would be the Diamonds controlling everything and. The dark side succeeding.
0: But what happened before the diamonds?
1: That's the that that's something else. But that would that be era zero or would that be something else?
0: That's the old republic era.
1: There you go. See, see, you're t- you you were thinking too far back. You gotta. You, we're not there yet.
0: We got it. We got to go way 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 back. I, yeah, before I. The
1: diamonds.
2: D- yeah, there. Yeah, the recap pod, the which call. by. Th- yeah, the recap pod, which by the way is available on our on the feed at overlyanimated.com, also on the overly seniors feed. Listen to that because it's really awesome. Uh, they they were talking about uh, era two, um, like trying to figure out where era two was. And yeah, the commenter is right. But I think the one thing that stuck out about era two is that apparently this is when homeworld ha- was lacking resources, which is why paradox brought it up because I guess all Paradox made in era two had limb enhancers because they couldn't give them. They couldn't make the full fledged paradox, which is why paradox is also short. That was yeah, the one dork. thing that stuck out to me. So maybe it, maybe it had to do. So it could also been, be in reference to a resource crisis on Homeworld, especially when the first view we got of it is that it's cleaved in two. So it's probably mm-hmm. not in that great of a shape to be. It's probably not in great shape. And maybe there is a, sev- a very severe problem with Homeworld.
0: My, my hot take, you know, I, as the resident white diamond theorist. White Diamond herself is the one that split Homeworld in two out of anger Ooh, after Pink's shattering.
1: That would be real that would be great. I mean That is
0: my of, theory.
1: You know, like you can kind of see from her expressions that she's not a hundred percent in control sometimes. She she's, she's mm-hmm. very you know what I mean? So I, I wouldn't be surprised if she just, you know.
0: And to reference the theory from last week about White Diamond, the the light blast bouncing off of Rose's shield and hitting White Diamond, (laughs) what what, uh, blast that big could easily tear the planet? Like, what other weapon do we know that large that could do that? Hmm. So, I'm just saying, theories that seem crazy have turned out to be true on this show. So we will find out, hopefully, in the next few weeks here. So we have another theory here uh, from Chicago critic Gerald. Gerald? Yes, Gerald. Not Gerard. Gerald. What if those wall gems were off-colored but forced to become the decor and unable to speak?
2: Oh.
1: Oh. Oh. so sad.
2: That sounds so dark.
1: See cause yeah. it's one thing. It's like if it, it if it was like decorum, like if you were born that way, you know, and that like you don't know the ability to be able to like move and all that. But oh, that's 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 dark, Gerald. Gerald it, Chicago. It reminds critic. me a lot of
2: that's
0: like dark. it reminds me a lot of like Hunger Games with the tongueless yeah. servants.
1: Yeah. yeah. And I'm
0: like. You know, I'm like, children's media's gone there before,
1: you know, we can do it. Well, I mean, I've seen Hunger Dark game Hunger Games Star. is more like a little bit older audience, though. Yeah. So is this kind of. I mean, it, it, but it can still pass for younger audience. I yeah, yeah. This could Once still, that... you could still show it to like a seven-year-old and it'll go over their head.
0: I've seen things with PG ratings get away with a
2: lot. So, you I know, mean... we'll, we'll see. Some uh, how many of the and think about all the shows we cover? Yes, they're targeted at a younger audience, but they have the capability and very much willingness to go real dark, real fast if they need to. So, yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: Puppet Master, Avatar,
1: you <laughs> <Ew>, yeah,
0: <clears throat> The Lich, Adventure Time. <clears throat> yeah. Just having Ron Perlman on a kids show at all was a was a decision. <laughs>
2: Yeah, you're get you're getting exactly what you're getting exactly what you expect with Ron Perlman, and, and we are so we were so grateful for that.
0: So, I think that's most of the the big stuff to kind of to kind of get through here. Uh, one more thing, I will say. Uh, t- two more we'll go through very very quick. Uh, I and my mom left us the wonderful comment. Love the song, but it was just incredibly short. What did you guys think of the length of the song?
1: I mean. The, wh- mm, that's that's tricky because a lot of the Steven Universe songs are short. Mm-hmm. I feel like uh, what are the longest ones? Stronger than you? It's over, isn't it?
0: What's mm. here I comes think? the thought is up there.
1: Yeah, if yeah, it's the up longest. there. Um, but most of them are short. Um, because and you, I don't know. So I've I've kind of gotten used to it. I wish they weren't. You know, I wish um they. They can but I mean I feel this way, same with when, you know, when adventure time still ran. You know, I would hear certain songs from Marceline and I'm like, can you add like a bridge, another chorus? Like, give me something more. Um, so yeah, do I wish they were longer Sure, but I still love them. It's more I it's more I um am spoiled and demand more than there's a problem with the song.
2: No, I thought so this in five years I thought this comment was actually kind of interesting because when I rewatched it again after reading the comments, I rewatched the episode again. I it to me it actually felt like it was a long song because mm. uh-huh. and I think it, it could be. And I think it could be because I don't know. It felt like it it eat up, it ate up a lot of the last act of the episode, or it could though it might also just been because while it was being sung, so much was going on right. in the background, like so it flew from the by. mirror. He's got standing from the mirror. He's got the comb. like the pebbles pop out and join the chorus. Mm-hmm. They stitched the they stitched the outfit together. and um although if if I had to critique the song though for a little bit, it was that and i although I liked his Zach callison singing, I thought this was really good. Did anyone feel like the music was a little too loud for his singing? a like, little I bit yeah. I, I couldn't I couldn't hear some of his lyrics at one point.
1: I didn't i didn't I thought it was fine. But um, I don't know. I don't know. How did you hear? It? Were you hearing it like through speakers or were you hearing it through like earphones? Like how were you listening to it?
2: Um, I was watching it on TV with a – where I have a sound bar and that was the first viewing. The second viewing was when I was just on my laptop – on on my laptop with earphones on. And in both cases, there were moments where I couldn't quite hear – like towards the middle of I couldn't quite hear the lyrics because I – because, like, the score was a little too... Mm-hmm. It wasn't that it was high-pitched. It just was a little... It was loud. Yeah. Like, like it had to be a little softer, I think, the, to match his now... Match the more down, like, sort of baritone range. His more baritone range.
0: Gotcha. And, I mean, and I mean, this is the first song where Steven's voice is, I think, that deepness. And that we really, like, let him kind of really hit those low notes. I mean... um. Oh, not It's Over, isn't It? The one after that, the piano, do-to-do, both of you. That's the name. That one, he gets a little low, but this, I was like, whoa, Zach, your voice dropped. Like, I mean, it's great. I think his voice is great. I think he actually is a singer now as well.
2: Yeah, I think he has an album out.
0: Yeah, like, and it started in the show. Like, he's, you compare, like, I think we talked about this on the Discord a little bit. Like, they should reprise cookie cat in the finale but like oh my compare, god that would
1: be amazing You compare that
0: would cookie cat to this and just his voice is just so different i mean it's why he left sophia the first his voice was dropping too much to play <laughs> a
2: six-year-old like <laughs> or a seven-year-old that How makes old it James that, that makes it out all, all the world amazed i think he's like in his early 20s it's um uh that makes it all the world and all the more amazing that he's been able to stay with this show for as long as they have mm. they've been able to and they've been able to keep his voice more or less the same in show and i think i don't know i don't know if he's because he's a, he's able to do that or they have technical help to uh, doing that but they've done an amazing job keeping him I, going I mean, but
1: it it did change, it has dropped a little bit like his steven voice has changed a little bit but it just it fits with the character and his growth yeah. so mm. it, it, you know they, i feel like I, unlike say sophia the 1st where uh, i feel like he's going to be perpetually a 6 year old And here, Steven's allowed to grow. Even if visually he doesn't look that way, that could just be because, oh, like, he's a gem, so he ages differently. And you can easily pass it off that way. Mm.
0: And that's something that both Adventure Time and Steven have done, where they made a conscious choice to keep their main protagonist, keep the same actor, because they're aging. Like, Finn, we see him have birthdays. We see him grow. Steven, while not aging, we've seen him have birthdays. We've seen him at least grow emotionally. right? And so having their voices, you know, develop as they go. Like episode one Steven to now, completely different. Yeah. Oh you yeah. don't notice it as much because you're going gradual, but you compare one and the newest one. Oh yeah. it's completely different. So, so different. Same with uh Jeremy Shada's voice. Watch right. season one adventure time to season ten adventure time. Finn is completely different. He's also a little
2: taller, I think.
0: Jeremy Shada or Finn? No Finn.
2: Oh, well, I mean, that makes sense. He went from like, 12 to, like, 15 or 16. Maybe Jeremy is taller, too. I don't know. But, um, no, it's like – and also, I think, what was it in Adventure Time when – I think there was a period where they realized his voice was cracking. And I – because – so they had a little bit there where they wrote in how Finn swallowed some sort of worm that auto-tuned his voice automatically. And I'm convinced mm. it was because they had him sing. It's like, oh, no, he can't sing anymore. Uh there we go he he swallowed worm auto-tune good we fixed the problem
0: you know yeah whatever it takes but like i i have a little brother and so i've watched a lot of preschool shows and every now and again i'm like wait yesterday's episode had a very different voice what happened (laughs) like paw patrol they've changed the main character's voice like i think we're on our third va right now oh my and so it's it's just jarring at first because i'm like oh and i think i think gumball got his voice changed as well i'm not positive but the point is these kind of episodic shows where the characters don't age you Mm. almost have to after a certain point if you have male vas
2: playing male characters unlike simpsons like nancy cartwright's been doing Bart for 20 something years and uh going back to the 90s where this was routine uh, hey arnold i think it was it six seasons of hey arnold and it had Mm. i think five five different actors voice arnold (sighs) yikes yeah, and um, yeah, but that was common in the '90s though mm-hmm. too. Like they they used a lot of child voice actors, and they would be they'd either and they would always like either move them to an older kid role, or they would just phase it, or just try to phase them out gra- as gradually as they could. And you, like even back then, like you notice, I feel like nowadays they're using either more adults or they're just letting the child voice actors age through and writing the story around them.
0: That's click- that's kind of become the thing, and I think it's the fact that they're letting that networks are letting them do these aging stories like letting them do coming of age stories like avatar i think was the first one to really show a character aging as far as a kid's show not just like character progression but age like we saw ang age
2: but that was only but did only a year went by in that show didn't it yeah Yeah, that's
0: that's my point that even then like ang grew hair there was like time passed oh yeah and I think that that in and of itself... I mean, that that was a step. Like, I think with, if we don't have that, we don't have a character like Steven doing this much longer aging process and letting child actors kind of stay with the character. And, I mean, Jeremy Shadow will always be known as Finn at this point. Like, he is Finn. I mean, he's also Lance now from Voltron. But yes. he's Finn. Like, through and through, that was the character that got his career started and defined it for a decade. And I think... Although Zach Callison was first recognized for Sophia the First, because he is a great VA, I think Steven will be his calling
2: card. I didn't even know he was in Sophia the First. I only knew the other day he was in the Goldbergs, but... Uh, well, how much uh, Sophia the First do you watch, John? Zero. All right, then. Uh, yeah, it's... um. But it, what's funny, though, is that... I mean, I was... Oh, credit. I was going to say something. Um, but yeah, it, it's like we could talk about how they're aging the characters. They have, they're have having them stay on longer. But we all always remember... Ash will still always be 10.
0: You know, if we want to get into Pokemon theories, I can, but
2: I promise I, this if episode you're go- if would get, stay on track. Yeah, if you're getting into the—yeah, I, I think—I I know what theory you might be getting into, and that's not for now. Let's— The—does the, the does it involve Ho-Oh? No, it doesn't.
0: Oh, okay, then we'll talk later. Anywho, um, industry discussion about, like, how animation has changed and how it got to where we are now, that's fine. But my random Pokemon theories from 1999— not now.
2: Yeah. Um, well, yeah. But, but but I but but getting back to like the show. Uh, but yeah, it, it felt really pronounced to hear Stephen's voice in this episode because he, he had the normal Stephen voice then the song charts. And then his like voice just falls out the bottom. And I was like, whoa, just like just such a sharp drop. Uh, sharper, I think it was real compared at least compared to a lot of the other episodes where he still keeps the Stephen voice even when he's singing. This was like the first time I think like re- it really changed.
0: All right, let's do let's do final final thoughts. Beatrice, hit me with your final thoughts. What is one last thing you want to say about this episode of Steven Universe?
1: Um, I will say I think my favorite moment of the episode was when when Pearl says she when Pearl goes they think I'm one of your things. And then, her and, Steven, and then her and Steven had like kind of laugh about it or kind of have this moment. And it just kind of as, you know, I'm I'm a Pearl Stan. So it just kind of shows like the growth of her as a character and being able to be her own self and being comfortable enough to kind of laugh at this previous um interpretation of what a pearl is. And being able to, mm-hmm. like she's distanced herself enough from it and been able to deal with her own issues to be able to to m- not mock it but be like haha like that's how i used to be and i'm no i am mm-hmm. comfortable enough to laugh at what it, what it, what i once thought was true um so yeah so that was i my favorite moment that i i don't i only got into like 10 minutes of the of the discussion pod so i don't know if they talked about it but that i just needed that out there in the universe
2: <laughs> universe john uh-huh. final thought uh just a completely random fun, fun question end the night steven's gonna throw a party for all the diamonds in their court what party game do you think the diamonds would be best at playing <laughs> board game regular party <laughs> game doesn't matter what do you see <laughs> that's a good that could be a funny one actually am <laughs> i wrong they would be pretty good but the question is, who's could, who, which gem, which diamond would be the one that constantly moves the robber to steal all the cards?
0: Yellow. She's uh, a conqueror.
2: True. Blue I would say...
0: get longest road, and white would hoard resources. What would white do?
2: Hoard so resources. Big, not biggest army? Mm. No,
0: was, that would be pink just because Steven wants all the cards to be his friends.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think... know what you're talking about.
0: <laughs> I wrote the sell sellers of Catan.
1: No, no, I am It is here. a
0: very complex German board game, as all German board games are. Where basically you, there's an island, and all the players are trying
2: to get resources, build an army, build settlements. Um, so build colonization,
1: land. basically. Uh, basically
2: uh, not, yeah. well, it's more like development than anything else. You're not colon. You're not really steep. The game colonization. Understood. Um, Understood. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, but, uh, Beatrice, what video, What b- what party game do you think Stephen's gonna put put out for everybody? <laughs>
1: I don't know. Monopoly, Connect Four. I don't know.
2: Connect Four, like four diamonds. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking, like, what? What if you got them all together and play Crimes Against uh, Cards Against Humanity? They would
0: love that because they hate humanity.
1: I mean, they you got you that that little uh, slip of the tongue was right. Crimes Against Humanity. That is the diamonds.
2: Is yeah, uh, yeah. Yes, yeah, actually, it's true. Uh, yeah, it's right. Um, I don't know. I, I have a few. Feel- it's like I would think I I couldn't imagine Steven playing cards against humanity, but I could imagine like the diamonds and the crystal gems all playing it. And you know, Amethyst.
0: apples to apples still exist, correct?
2: Oh yeah, that's uh, tame cards against humanity.
1: No cards against that's humanity. That's the first one. That's the original.
2: I oh, know. Geez. I know. I'm joking. I played apples to apples. Fir- I played apples to apples first. and so it showed me cards against humanity, and my life was changed. I'm not gonna say for the better, but it was just changed. It
0: was. It was different. I'm gonna I'm gonna end us on yeah.
2: one quote that we didn't
0: mention. Call me lasagna,
1: pink lasagna.
0: <laughs> right, right. This way, pink lasagna. Like no. all I could think was Garfield, and it made me so happy.
1: No, what was great was Pearl going like, "Steven, stop! you break, break her. her. <laughs> You're gonna break her."
0: <laughs> but, like I love Pearl how Stevens, I love how Steven's just like so. Oh my god. Oh, I'm with the diamonds and white diamond and everything, and then he's like lasagna like he's still steven even in the most dire of circumstances he's still steven
1: <laughs> that's why we love him
0: and i oh, appreciate it
2: i mean why i mean why not it's like new new place head, new place why not why not have a little fun while you can nickname
0: all right everyone uh you can find out all the info on this podcast at overlyanimated.com for more discussion with all of us, you can join us on Discord to text chat about animation at overlayanimatedcom Discord. Support us via Patreon at Patreon.com slash OverlyAnimated. Thanks to all of our current patrons, especially our patron of the podcast, cast, cast, Joanna, a.k.a. Crispy. And thanks, as always, to our Patreon executive producers, John, Ryan, Steve, Alex, and Hugh. Coming up, we have the OVAE's annual award show. I believe that's this Friday, correct?
1: yes no uh, i think
0: i I thought voting
2: ended this friday
0: i know voting ends friday i think we're doing the podcast friday either way look for that very very soon i think this is the biggest year we've ever had
2: correct like this it's been you guys, yeah huge yeah you guys have turned out in force and we and we love you for doing so
0: and for the many of you probably new fans listening who didn't know we existed until recently because of this massive turnout, we welcome you. And, again, join us on Discord. Get to know us all a little bit better. Upcoming shows, we'll be back next week with more feedback. And then we will have Young Justice starting very soon. Beginning. So excited. I am and, so hype. And Ruby's, I, and Ruby's back
2: yes. this weekend, everybody.
0: Uh, best show nominee, Ruby. I don't know how that happened but up for best show ruby
1: (laughs) the shade
0: i will not be on the first young justice but then i will be back i'm so excited my girlfriend made me binge all of the show so i am ready and raring to go finally talking about young justice season three so i will see you guys in a couple weeks for that see you next week for feedback and yeah i think that's it for this week thanks for listening guys and we'll see you next time
2: bye bye take care